So the one thing that we see a common trend in are people who have a pistol permit in another state, not New York, um, will be traveling either through New York or to New York with their pistols. That's New York State Trooper James O'Callaghan, public information officer for Troop A. Um, these could be school teachers, these could be retired people. I mean, people just everyday walks of life that legally own a pistol permit and a pistol in another state will travel here. But what will happen is they get a lot of laws confused. They don't understand that New York doesn't um, identify any other pistol permit from another state. And one of the big things that we see here in Western New York, um, when people try to travel through, they won't check their Garmin, they won't check their GPS route of travel. And unbeknownst to them, one of the routes of travel is over an international bridge. Once you cross that international bridge into another country, Canada, um, that's where you're going to find yourself going to be hemmed up in either an arrest or some sort of law issue. New York State Troopers are partnered with Customs and Border Protection officers here in New York to enforce the state's gun laws. And this is one of the strictest states in the country when it comes to guns. If you're a United States citizen and you've got a permit to carry a gun, if it's not a New York State permit, it won't be recognized here in New York and you'll be in violation of the law. Uh, you are looking at a lot of different laws. Possession of a weapon is probably the most common, um, where we will actually seize your firearm and it will be destroyed and you will be charged and this is a, a misdemeanor, but depending on what you have, you may have a high capacity magazine that could turn it into a felony. And these are people who have a pistol permit legally from another state, but here in New York, they are. Um, it is illegal to possess that firearm. There's a federal law which supersedes the state's law, which generally allows for interstate travel with legally owned firearms. This is typically referred to here as the federal law exemption. What this means basically is that as long as you're simply driving from one state in which your gun permit is legal to another state of which your permit's also legal, and in order to get there you must pass through New York State, as long as your weapon is unloaded in a locked case outside the passenger compartment, which a lot of times in a, in a car would be a trunk, um, with no ammunition readily available, you can travel through the state. So it's okay to drive through New York. Just don't stop for too long. Yeah, so a lot of times, I mean, if you got to stop and use the bathroom, uh, you know, it might be a couple hour drive that would be okay. That's not, you know, one of the things that would break the criteria. That's why you see rest areas. A lot of people take that interstate travel. Um, you got to pull off, you got to get gas, you got to get something neat. Use those ramps, use those exits. But once you start diverting from the throughway and you start looking for hotels and, you know, overnight stays or even visiting family members, that's where you break your departure through and through. Um, you have a break in travel. That's where you're going to get caught up violating um, not only New York law, but the federal exemption law. Besides stopping for too long, the other thing that gets a lot of people in trouble, believe it or not, is their GPS. A lot of people are, instead of mapping out their own way, like the old paper maps back in the day, a lot of people just rely on their electronic device or electronic mapping system. But often your GPS will default to the fastest or most direct route, which depending on where you're starting from and where you're going, 
might actually take you through parts of Canada. If I'm going from Pennsylvania to Michigan or, or Detroit or something like that, sometimes the fastest route of travel is through Canada. And so what we're finding a trend in or an increase in are a lot of people aren't looking ahead. Do I, do I go to Canada during my travel? Uh, and at certain border crossings, if you're not paying close enough attention, it's very easy to suddenly end up at the border with nowhere left to exit or turn around. This exact scenario is playing out practically on a daily basis in western New York, where the U.S.-Canadian border is the Niagara River. Confused travelers find themselves on one of the international bridges, and by the time they realize it, it's too late. The only option is to continue forward into Canada. Remember the federal law exemption we talked about? The one that allows for a gun owner to travel straight through with their legally owned gun? Well, besides staying too long in Western New York, another way to lose that protection is to cross an international border. When you cross that international bridge, you didn't have the right to take a weapon into another country. Therefore, that's where the illegal part comes in. When you get turned around, your gun gets confiscated by Canadian officials. That'll be brought back into New York State. But that's where the problem is. You, you, you have violated not only your own pistol permit, you know, where you can go with that, but you've also violated the federal law exemption as well. This is where Customs and Border Protection officers get involved. Potentially, there could be a weapon seizure. Depending on circumstances, there could be an arrest. That's Chief Customs and Border Protection Officer Aaron Bowker from the Buffalo Field Office. You can expect to, at a minimum, have to speak to a New York State Municipal Police Department to see if there is any violation of New York State law. So it's not a federally enforced law, it's a state law. And we would contact either the state and local police department or the New York State Police. It's a messy process and it can be frustrating for all involved. The traveler that may not have intended to break the law, but also for CBP officers that are spending a considerable amount of time processing these travelers. Time that could be spent focusing on other things. So CBP and state police are getting together to attempt to spread awareness. So this isn't anything new for us. Uh, we work, we have a very good partnership. Uh, with CBP and the state police as far as coming to a, you know, what we're going to do, a plan of attack, you know, how are we going to deal with these things. We sort of have a plan moving forward. We are going to be putting out um, some travel advisories across the country about bringing those guns so that at least people are aware that they can't do it. That's really all we can do at this point is, is to try and reach people um, and get that travel advisory out so at least hopefully they see it and they're aware of it. And the message they hope to spread is simple. You know, if you're going to be traveling with a firearm, you should really look into the laws of what you're able to do and not do. And this is with any firearm, whether it's a shotgun, a long gun rifle, or a handgun. Um, you should definitely look, look into that in advance to make sure you have all of the proper paperwork that you need. The message that we want to make sure people understand is if you have a pistol permit from another state other than New York, you cannot bring your pistol here legally and stay here. Um, you can you can travel through with the federal exemption law, but make sure you're up to snuff on that. Guns unloaded, uh, clear and safe, no ammunition readily available, and a lockbox in the trunk of a vehicle outside the passenger compartment. And you cannot, you cannot cross an international bridge because um, once you do that, you violate that, that federal exemption because you had no business going into another country with a pistol permit or a pistol. If you need more information on this topic, 
Ultimately, you can call New York State Police. You could call 585-344-6200. That's our State Police Barracks headquarters here in Batavia. Um, we have a full staff of people always working, able to answer your questions. If they can't answer your question right then, we can get back to you with someone who can. But it's always good to know, hey, I'm traveling to you know, New York. I'm traveling to Watkins Glen. I'm traveling you know, here. Um, can I bring my pistol in? And those are good questions. Thanks for listening to this episode of CBP Cross-Border Podcast. Follow or subscribe. And leave a comment if you have a border-related question that you'd like to know more about. If we can talk about it, we will.